Once again, to uh, the program of the Narrowgate Project, a relaunch of uh, the program that used to be the Gospel Truth, but which has now been branded the Gospel Watch. Gospel Watch. Yes, the Lord said He has set us as watchmen against the walls of Jerusalem, and we shall not hold our peace until a standard is set for the people of the Lord. Yes, this uh, program is a brainchild of the Narrowgate Project, uh, a Christian charity established to propagate the uh, gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ in the raw form, in on, uh, on diluted form, and a program that has been set set out to keep watch over those adulteration uh, uh, of the Christian gospel that we find out there. Uh, it's going to be a magazine program. And uh, at some point, we would ask people to call in and contribute to um, events or contribute to topics that are being discussed on the program. But tonight, it's a launch, a launch or relaunch of the program. And uh, we just uh, hope that you uh, um, follow us as we go in the program. And when uh, we feel the time is right to, to call in and contribute to topics of discussion, um, I think we will do that. Uh, tonight, we are grateful to God that uh, is the anniversary of the establishment of uh, the Narrowgate Project. And one of the issues that we will be talking about today 
is uh, about that that church that Jesus Christ built. That church that Jesus Christ built. How has how have we been carrying on since the f- church was first launched after Pentecost? Um, if you compare that with what is happening today, how far have we gone? Then we also want to emphasize, play emphasize on marriage and family, marriage and family, and the, and the position of our youth today. Uh, we know that uh, a lot of people will say this is the jet age, this is the computer age, and as such, Christianity will not uh, be the same as when it was in the Stone Age. But I post and I wonder if our God has changed. The God that I know is an unchangeable God unchangeable God. And uh, for that reason, I will want to, first of all, give thanks and adoration to that unchangeable God for making it possible for us to be here today and for making it possible for that for this program to come on air. Um, well, uh, somebody said uh, the best language to really utilize our Lord is in the Yoruba language. And that's why I would rather call on uh, Shola Alison Obani to help in uh, doing justice to that. Baba Eshe.
Yoruba or understand Yoruba, uh, the woman is uh, talking about um, uh, giving glory to that uh, father who has made it possible for us who has uh, to be alive, and uh, we also want to give him all that glory for making it possible for us to be here today, and for being for also appointing us as uh, vessels, vessels unto honor, vessels to carry out um, his assignment vessels to carry on where he has left it for us vessels to defend the gospel vessels to stand on the truth on the whole truth and nothing but the truth we speak about the perilous times we speak about those um, signs that shows that uh, the world has is derailing we speak about those things um, that uh, paul mentioned in his uh, epistle to, the, to, to, to Timothy uh, that, uh, that, uh, that are very glaring to us uh, that uh, false prophets are there, out there and they, are, and, and they have uh, penetrated into the, into the church and they are they, 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 they disguised as sheep and whereas they are wolves within the, within, within the church uh, the Lord has uh, given us an inspiration in Narrowgate Project to speak out concerning these issues, to speak out the truth, and to stand for the truth, to, to stand to defend the gospel. And that is one of the cardinal um, objectives of setting up the Narrowgate Project. Uh, so if anybody is out there who wants to speak, uh, who wants to stand for the truth, who wants to identify with the truth of, 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 of the gospel, yes, you are welcome to join us in this program. Uh, for now, uh, the program will be coming up every um, fortnight um, after this launch, the first Saturday and the third Saturday of every month. 
the first Saturday and the third Saturday of every month uh, between the hour of 7 and 8 p.m. Gospel Watch. Who is that person that God has chosen as a watchman to speak the truth? I, I read a portion of the Bible from the book of Isaiah chapter 62. Isaiah chapter 62. I read from verse 6. It says, I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day or night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence, silence, and give him no rest till he establish, until he make Jerusalem a praise of the earth. The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by the arm of his strength, surely I will no more give thy corn to be made for thine enemies and the sons of the stranger shall not drink thy wine for the for the which thou hast labored but they that have gathered it shall eat it and praise the lord and they that have brought it together shall drink it in the courts of mine holiness go through go through the gates prepare ye the way of the lord cast up cast up the highway gather out the stones Lift up a standard for the people. That is it. Lift up a standard for the people. How many people are out there lifting up the standard for the people of the Lord? Defending the truth of the gospel. Coming out against the false prophets. Coming out against false teaching that are sitting deep into the fabric of the church. Coming out against those deceits that are out there. Standing for the truth of the Lord. And proclaiming the name of the Lord. Watching and acting as watchmen which the Lord has set upon the walls of Jerusalem. And Jerusalem in the context upon the walls of Christendom. And I have uh, um, in the studio with me today uh, one of the... Um, cardinal movers of the Narrowgate project, uh, whom we established the project together, and by the grace of God, is also she's also uh, a director of um, of a of a of uh, another charity. Uh, she's used to um, charity work and um, a devout Christian, and uh, and by chair luck. As someone that, that I'm sharing my life with, uh, I want to introduce to you uh, Lady Evangelist uh, Foluke Mogaji. You're welcome to the program today. Thank you very much. For yes, having me here. Uh, um, uh, Mrs. Mogaji is here today because uh, we, we want to talk about um, uh, the family, we want to talk about women, we want to talk about the role of homes in building the church of God or the role of women in a true church of Christ, and the role of uh, women in building a, a good family home. Because we discovered that uh, home is, is, is where charity should begin for any Christian. If the home is not settled, uh, I wonder how, how one could uh, make it uh, uh, in the service of God. Even when we, we look at uh, the qualities of uh, the leaders, of the church that uh, Paul gave to Timothy, one of the greatest qualities is that that person who 
wants to be a leader, an overseer or bishop, well, that's what uh, that's the title that was given in the, in the passage in, uh, in, 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 in the Apostle to Timothy, should be somebody who is able to hold his family very well, who is able to uh, teach his family, who is able to control his home. If anybody is not able to control his home, then he's not uh, fit to be a leader of a church or a leader of uh, a fellowship of Christians. And so we know that uh, from what we can see in our society today, apart from the troubles we have in Christendom, the trouble we have even in the secular world, we know that homes are contributing to it. A lot of broken homes. When we look at uh, people who, 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 who make trouble, Jews who, pop, who, who make troubles all over the world, we know that majority of them are from broken homes. And um, if the home is not settled, uh, the repercussion is that the society will not be at rest. Uh, I was watching uh, a program recently of um, I mean, one of these uh, cities, I think it was in Bristol, where uh, some uh, antisocial behavior uh, youths were attacking somebody and you could see that if there were people who were under the control of good parents, they would, they would never dare to do what they were doing. And we'll see if anybody will go into drug, if any youth will go into drug, if any uh, youth will go into uh, this gang warfare. And we will see that it, is, it starts from the home. If the home is not settled, yes, we, we know that uh, 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 the, the, the life of the youth will not be settled. The life of the kids will not be settled. And then when there is a gap, uh, definitely the, 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 the devil will find a way to fill the gap. And that's why we see so many of, 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 of youths from broken home are getting involved in, in gangs and fomenting trouble all over the place, getting involved in, 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 in burglary, getting involved in um, stabbings all over the place. Uh, so we, 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 we want to make home, issues about home is one of the things that we really want to hammer on or, or, or to, to, to make one of our cardinal areas of discussion on this program. Because we believe that uh, if the Lord will touch our homes, if the Lord will lay hands on our homes, if the Lord will heal our homes, we believe that uh, there will be healing in the land. Uh, if there is trouble in the home, there is trouble in the land. If there is trouble in the homes, there is trouble in the church. And perhaps one of the troubles we have with the church is the fact that uh, we neglect our homes. Even some uh, leaders of, of the church do neglect their homes. Some are too busy, even with church affairs, that they neglect their homes. And the repercussion is that the home that is neglected would, 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 would do a lot to do so much damage, even into the, into the church affairs that they think uh, probably they are running after. So um, issues about home, the ability to hold our homes and train our children in the way of the Lord and put them right in the way of the Lord is, 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 is very fundamental to our success as Christians. The Bible says teach your child in the way he will tread and when he's, um, he's, um, um, uh, he becomes an adult he will never depart from it but when there are no, 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 no teachings when even the home is not together to do the teaching I wonder how we really want the, 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 the children to trade. And we, we could see that a lot of uh, trouble that we have with homes starts with marriage. If there is trouble with marriage, then there definitely there will be trouble with homes. If, uh, if, if um, children are raised by single parents 
I'm sorry, apologies to so many single parents out there. Some of them are really doing marvelous job. They are, they are, they are doing well. But the majority of situations that we have seen in practical terms, um, when, once the home is broken, it will have a negative effect on the lives of the children. And that is why the Lord has laid it upon our hearts to make sure that issues about home um, we, we, we hold it sacrosanct. We hold it in high esteem and we hold it in uh, as one of those things that we really need to address and talk about and really put right by, by, by the leading of the Spirit, Spirit of the Lord. And so uh, that is why um, um, Lady Evangelist Fuluke will be here to talk uh, briefly about the virtuous woman, the woman that the Lord wants in his church. The Lord declares that he will build his church and the gate of hell will not prevail over it. That is what Jesus Christ proclaimed almost 2,000 years ago. Um, if I will see that, uh, if, I, if, I, if anybody will uh, go along with me uh, to read that in Matthew, uh, chapter, uh, Matthew chapter 16, I think it should be in verse 18, Matthew chapter 16, Verse, uh, verse 18, um, let, me, let me read from the, um, from the King James uh, Version. Um, Jesus Christ, well, let me start my reading from um, verse 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say thou art John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But whom do you say that I, I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon, by Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say unto you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail over it. Upon this rock I will build my church. Please mark that. Upon this rock does not mean upon Peter, because Jesus Christ will not build his church upon a human being, but he will build his church Upon that confession that he is Christ. That means the church that Jesus is, was proposing to build at that time, which he has built anyway, uh, is based upon Christ. A church that has Christ as the head. A church that has Christ as the cornerstone. A church that has Christ as his founder and Lord. Lord of all. That is the kind of church that Christ is saying he will build and the gates of hell will not prevail over it. Yes, the gate of hell will never ever prevail over the church of Christ. And if we are talking about the fact that there is so much trouble in the world and so much trouble with the church, then are we then saying that is the gate of hell having some impact on the church? The answer will be capital no. Yes, Jesus Christ did not promise that there will be troubles. Yes, in fact, he, he emphasized that there will be trouble. 
there will be tribulations, there will be trials, but that we should be of good cheer that he has overcome the world. And uh, when we talk about the gate of hell not, not prevailing over the church of Christ, yes, remember the word is the church of Christ. The gate of hell will never prevail over the church that is built by Christ and ruled by Christ. But when the hand of Christ has left the church, when Christ is no longer the head of a church, when a church has been handed over to human beings to be the head of, or when the church becomes a property of a human being, then um, you, can, you can imagine what the gate of hell will do with that. But when a church remains the church of Christ indeed, yes, the gate of hell will never prevail over that church. And, um, and that is one, one of the things we really want to defend in this program. We want to watch the gospel. We want to go back to the basics of this church that Christ believed and um, that Christ promised to build and which he actually started to build on the day of Pentecost when uh, the Holy Spirit came down and about 3,000 people became believers and then the, the, the signs and wonders that followed those that believed started to manifest in the life of people. Even Peter that denied Christ just a few days before was now very bold to proclaim the gospel and we could see that even miracles started to happen and that is the kind of foundation that jesus has laid for his church but alas in this day and age so much of uh, skepticism so much of division and because of this uh, issue of uh, denom den den different denominations, a lot of philosophy has now been brought into the church. A lot of uh, cultural issues, uh, religious issues that have now been brought into the teachings of the church such that they have been diluted uh, and they are no longer uh, that kind of church that Christ is building. Um, I, will, I will want to give my uh, partner in the studio today to... Uh, talk a little bit about his own, her own uh, uh, views about the church today. How do you see, evangelists, how do you see um, the church that Christ started to build at Pentecost and the church that we see today? Do you see any deviation or do you see, or is it still the same zeal and the same standard, the same uh, level of truth? That was established at Pentecost that is still continuing, or how will you how will you view it in your own in your own opinion? And um, thank you very much, sir. Um, I think I would want to say that there is a lot of um, deviation. Um, the focus has changed. Um, people are rather doing things um, uh, uh, as they as as they as they deem fit or as they think uh, uh, is the best way to go. Um, the focus is definitely changing and that um, slightly or, or, or really does worry me, so to say. It worries me that we're not doing things the way Jesus Christ does them. And when we, and when we profess our faith, when, when we say that we're Christians and when we try to tell people or when we're trying to you know, win souls, it's, it's, it's a bit worrying about where our focus really lies. And when we look at the time um, of Christ when he was walking the face of the earth. Mm. It's totally different. The focus is now totally different to what Christ was emphasizing. 
and that does really worry me as well and you know it does it does seem that the church is going down daily people are not no longer interested in the church when you when when you mention church it's not something that, that attracts that is attractive to many and we need to really go down back to basics we, we, we really need to go back to basics and to see where we have gone wrong um, in our church we have been studying series of um, Bible studies on on revival you know on on, on, on on obedience we had a long we had long sessions on revival basically where there was um, an obvious uh, 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 a calling that Christians need to be revived and we're not talking about unbelievers here we're talking about Christians who call themselves Christians who 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 hope that they will make heaven, but at the, at, as as we are right now, it is a different story entirely. Thank you very much, uh, Madam. Yes, uh, uh, I, I'm happy that uh, we share the same view in this matter that the church is not uh, the kind of um, um, institution that Christ actually um, um, started, and uh, it's not the kind of uh, it's no longer the kind of uh, um, followers or disciples that Christ uh, will wish to be at the, at the present day. But in, en in any case, uh, Christ even mentioned something to his disciples when he was living. He said, when the Son of Man comes back, shall he find faith on earth? And I think uh, up to this present moment, there seems to be nobody who is able to answer that question. And the things that are staring us in the face are making us to, are making that uh, question to become a reality. That when Christ comes back, uh, the likelihood that he will find the zeal, uh, the kind of faith or the passion that he, he, he established when he was living. Uh, uh, well, he said, um, um, narrow is the way anyway, by the name of our project, the narrow gate, narrow is the gate that leads to heaven. And very few, you will say, uh, tread that path. And why is the gate that leads to destruction? And very many. Unfortunately, very many. And that is why we have to be careful today. If you say we are, we are Christians, we have to be very wary of the associations that we belong to. We have to be very careful about the teachings that we, we adhere to. And we have to stick to the truth. The Bible declares in the, declared in the Isaiah uh, 62 that we read, it said, set a standard for the people of the Lord. The Lord has set that standard, but he is now calling up watchmen who will be able to set and uplift and uphold that standard. The standard is falling. It's falling. And like um, uh, Paul said in uh, Acts of Apostles chapter 20, he said uh, even after his departure that so many wolves will enter into, in, 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 into the fold. In fact, he said they are already out of, among, among them, even at that time, that so many of them would deceive the people and they, with sweet mouth and sweet uh, um, um, words, they would, they, would, they, would, they would try and lay all followers after themselves. And that is what we see that is happening today. A lot of um, um, empire here, empire there. People just luring people to 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 command fellows to to command their um, followership and to to gain uh, to make merchandise of the people of the Lord. Uh, and uh, people, a lot of people think that godliness uh, is a means to gain. That is, they think that uh, by having uh, pleasures of life, 
uh, illegitimately from followers of the law after making merchandise of them, and that makes them perfect people of God or perfect men of God. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, the Bible declares that uh, we, uh, we, we we should not we should we should not worry about such people as such in the sense that uh, their judgment is, is reserved. But I, but um but but the, the the passion that we have is for that those those naive people. That the, the 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 lost soul, so to say, if I if I'm permitted to use that word, that that, that could not see beyond what probably the deceivers are are, are telling them, and that's what we are out 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 to 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 stand for. A, a, a lot of people cannot even see; they don't even read the Bible enough to know, like the Bereans, whether even what they are being taught are true or not. The Bereans in Acts, Acts of Apostles, I think this was in chapter 17 or so, they said whenever Paul teaches them, they go back home to study and to confirm that what Paul has taught was actually according to the scriptures. But how many Christians are doing that today? And in the books of 1 John chapter 4 verse 1, it says, Believe not all spirits, but test them to know which is of God. And how many people are able to test the spirit? How many people know the standard by which to test the spirit? Just if I mean, if a few will, will, will dare do it, and in fact, a lot of people are so scared to test the spirit because they fear the fact that uh, that will be disrespect, disrespectful to the to the men of God. And then this issue of touch not my anointed that is all out there. And even when my anointed or when people that we regard as anointed of God are deceiving us, we dare not touch them. And that's what the Bible. That's what. So that's where some people hide, and then they. they and that allows the false, false, falsehood to 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 grow and to pervade the land. But the Bible has given some of us up, like Ezekiel, like Isaiah, to be watchmen for God and to set the standard for the people of the Lord. And the Bible declares that we shall not hold our peace. We shall not hold our peace day or night. He said, I have set you as watchmen. You shall not hold your peace. And that is the challenge that we have, that we will not hold our peace until the Lord returns. We will not hold our peace. We will speak against anything that is ungodly. We will speak against the other gospel. Like Paul would do, we will also do. We will speak against true, uh, uh, falsehood. We will try and I mean, promote truth, the truth, the truth that Christ stands for. Christ says, I am the truth and the life. And no one comes unto the Father except by me. No one goes to the Father except by the true gospel. No one can ever go to the Father by the other gospel. And that is one of the things we are really um, out to, 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 to go against in, in this, um, in this edi edition. Uh, you are listening to uh, Niger 101.1 FM. And the program, again, is Gospel Watch. And it's a launch of that program, Gospel Watch, uh, which is brought to you by courtesy of uh, the Narrow Gate Project. The Narrow Gate Project. Are you a Christian who are out there uh, who who um, are fed up with all the all the troubles that you that you that you see all around the place? A lot of people have refused to go to to, to go to church anymore because maybe some of them has been able to design that. In fact, a lot of people believe that uh, everything that the church stands for now is all falsehood. It's all about money. It's all about business. And we are I mean, even some some big men of God are making it to look like that. A lot of people have had even some respected names in 
gospel have stood up there to tell us that money is the language of gospel. <laughs> money in the language of gospel? I wonder whether that is what kind of uh, the kind of um, um, gospel that Jesus Christ actually uh, uh, really preached. We all knew the attitude of Jesus Christ to I mean uh, to, to to issues about money. Yes, everybody needs money to do maybe one two or one 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 or two things, but to say money is the language of the gospel. Uh, I'm sure. Sorry, I beg to differ, and that's not what my Savior wanted, and that's not the kind of gospel that my Savior has uh, has, has given to me to 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 carry on with. Um, well, be just before we round up uh, this program today, um, I want to say that thank 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 God um, today actually uh, coincidentally is my um, is my um, wedding anniversary, and I want us to talk a little bit about homes. And especially that's why uh, Lady Evangelist is here to talk a little bit about homes. And before we talk about homes, we know that women, when you look at the church or churches or any congregation nowadays, you will see that the, the majority of the attendants are women. That, that is statistic number one. And statistic number two, the Bible declares in um, Proverbs chapter 14 that uh, I think it's in verse 1. That uh, if I may read Proverbs 14, verse 1, um, it says, Every wise woman builds her home, but the foolish plucketh it down with her own hands. Every wise woman builds her home. Now, I want to task you, madam, on that uh, verse because we say that if the church is wrong, we will look at it from the angle of the home. That means a lot about the home is wrong because if the home is right uh definitely the people make up the church yes if the home is right then we will expect the church to be right because these the people from the home that make the church in fact god created the home first when he created adam and eve and then they 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 they, 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 they had their children and and um, they started to populate the world and people from home go on to make the church now we've read in proverbs chapter 14 that a wise woman builds her home and a foolish one plucks it down with her own hands um how do you see the role of women in that context as the home builder because the bible could have said everybody builds her home that is every man and woman but why the emphasis on women? How do you see the role as a woman yourself and as a woman of God? How do you see the role of women in building or uh, in pulling down the home? And uh, especially as it affects the church. Um, thank you very much, sir, for the opportunity to um, share some of my views. In fact, when I'm just when, when I was reading this particular verse some time ago, it just you know I was I was pondering upon it, and I and asked myself the question that why would any woman, let alone anybody, want to destroy or pull down her own home, or to or, or to destroy her own work? We know we know what is involved in the pulling down of a home. It's not an easy thing. It's, it's, it, it, it takes years to build a home, but it can take just an hour to, to pull it down. But that's the fact of the matter. If we, if we go back to the early scripture in Genesis chapter 2, when you read from verse 18, there's a good understanding there of what the role of the woman was when God told Adam that it is not good for him to be alone. There was a specific role for 
the woman that was created for him and the way that she was created if we also read the early chapters of genesis we will see that um that god was want, wanted wanted to make companions for for adam and we knew and we knew how god made those compa- made those uh, made the would-be companions like the beasts and things like that but when it came to somebody who was going to be deemed as comparable to adam what did he do he couldn't find anybody and he put adam to sleep yes. and he took a rib from and so th- the way in fact it just occurred to me at that point in time that god had performed the very first operation in the whole world yes by by putting adam to sleep and taking a rib from his body and so when we look at how we were created as women and what the role or what the understanding of god was from the scripture regarding the role of the woman that 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 sh- that is a foundation in telling us how we women are going to be builders of our home or destroyers of our home and i would just take up take us to one scripture in the bible in um i think that's in um first samuel chapter 25 it's a common um, scriptures about 10 10 verses or so where we had um, a rich man called nabal and we had uh, um, his wife called abigail and we and i i i i, I would like us to read that at you know at, at, at our own leisure at home but the fact of the matter is that if not for this wise woman called abigail her husband would have been killed her husband would have been destroyed her husband would 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 would, would have received a terrible death this was a woman who used her common sense who acted and being a woman in a successful home isn't just about sleeping and eating isn't just about going about your business it's about doing things having the interests of your husband and your children at hand and so i i i personally believe in this there's there is power there is there is power that god has given women god has deposited so much power in women to help build the home to help the man to accomplish or achieve his god-given role and a woman does not do that either knowingly or unknowingly either ignorantly ignorantly there will always be problems she can easily destroy her home she can easily pull her home down so what am i saying just to conclude because i'm aware of our time that the woman has the power to destroy her home she also has the power to build her home but what is important is that this woman um, is able to show love in her home she's able to respect her husband she's able to uh, 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 submit herself to her husband and she's able to pray very well these are some of the qualities a good woman in a successful home should have praise the lord hallelujah thank you very much uh, mommy um i think um, at the next episode of our program we will want uh, viewers to really call in and uh, contribute to this issue about the role of women in uh, uh, in home building and as such in building or helping to maintain that church that christ uh, uh, has built because we have we have been able to identify here that the home has a direct impact on on the church and the women being uh, a builder of the home as the bible has uh, uh, pointed out i think we have to give them uh, give give women a chance we have to give them some kudos for what they are really doing and if we and then maybe in our contribution in us in some of the things we shall be bringing up concerning the homes if there are issues that probably needed to be addressed in order to make the woman to uh, play that important role that God has given them in home building. 
uh, then we will, we will address such issues and we believe that uh, the Lord will use that medium or those, this medium to help um, to, 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 to impact or to, to if, uh, impact our homes in, in a way that it will help in uh, uh, maintaining that kind of uh, church that Christ uh, wanted. Um, well, I think in uh, honor of to our women, in honor to our women, I want to play this track uh, by Shola Alison again. Unfortunately, it's in Yoruba language, but it's, it, it's, it's in a track where he, uh, where she talked about uh, the, the, the qualities of women. today and the fact that uh, today is, is actually uh, her wedding anniversary I would you be able to share a little bit from your practical experience of those good qualities that make a happy home and probably the woman's contribution to it yeah um thank you very much once again um i just uh, want to thank the lord for you know where he's uh, taken me to and where he's brought me from um i think we all understand and we all can um attest to the fact that any marriage at all is not a, is i mean and any any home that you might perceive as being successful it has not been successful just by chance it's it it has taken a lot of work and a lot of effort and i just want to encourage the women and uh, the wives and the wives to be out there that um, there are certain 
uh, 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 qualities that a successful mother or a successful wife would have in the building or in, or, or, or in the building of a successful home. And I just want to share with you two of those qualities that I feel from my own practical experience um, that could help us women to accomplish this role that God has given us. It's not an easy role and don't think for once that it's an easy role. But we know that as Christian women, we need to be prayerful. We need the help of the Holy Spirit to, to be able to achieve this. And one of those things is understanding our partners, understanding our husbands, understanding the background from which they've come, their families. If you're married to a husband like mine who is very close or, or who's from a very tight-knit family, you need to understand what they stand for and what they believe. You know, we are all different people. We've all come from different backgrounds. So understanding our partners, understanding what they like, what they don't like, understanding where they're coming from, understanding what they stand for is very, very um, important. It's imperative that we are able to do that as women. And it takes a lot of patience on our part as well. It takes a lot of giving, a giving. One thing that we know that I can attest to as a, as a married woman for a couple of, for, for several years is the need to be able to give. And in giving, you will see that God will just continue to bless you in so many areas of your life. Giving of your love, giving of your substance, giving of everything that you can to make that home a happy home. And the second one that I just want to share and conclude on that is um, understanding the fact that your husband is not your savior. He's not the one that is going to replace Christ in your life. Even though, you know, some people when they get married today, they think that that will be the end of their problems. Women think that marriage will mark the end of their problems. That is not the case. Your husband has not come to substitute the, the place or the position of Christ in your life. And once you begin to understand that, then you begin to appreciate him for whom he is. His faults will no longer be faults you know in your in your mind the way you look at him will be just like another human being and you'll be able to give him all the love in your heart and mm. um, i just know that there's a lot there's so many things to to, to talk about and i know that there'll be lots more future sessions that um, people can contribute to and we can always have more chances to discuss thank you very much yeah thank you very much uh, uh, madam and uh, mother of uh, good children of the lord uh, thank you for sharing that i will believe that um, in further episodes of this program you will be able to share more of that uh once again uh, this is the, uh, uh, the narrow gate project bringing to you or launching or relaunching what used to be gospel truth but now uh, rebranded as the gospel watch uh to you out there uh, to every christian whom who really who are out for the truth of the gospel who are out to serve as watchmen on the walls of jerusalem um uh, uh, yeah. A song says, uh, "I have, uh, um, I have posted watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem." Pastor Deola Abudipe, one of our CSC churches in Akure, actually played play the soundtrack to that uh, music, and I think at some point, uh, that's the one you are hearing at the background, and at some point, I think we will bring the voice upon that. And all he's saying is that I posted watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. They will never be silent day or night. Who you who call upon the Lord, give yourself no rest. You who want to tread the path of um, narrow gate to heaven, give yourself no rest. Race is standard for the people of the Lord. And that is our message for you on this program. Stand for the truth. Defend the gospel. Go against that uh, other gospel. Uh, establish the gospel of the Lord. Set the standard for the people of the Lord. I mean, come against all falsehood. 
come against false teachings come against false prophets educate the people let there be renewing of minds of people and to cling on to that which is good and to abhor all that is evil uh, the bible declares that false teaching is evil those who teach it are evil those who receive the teaching of falsehood are also evil that's what paul the bible declares so come against evil and cling unto that which is good thou shalt hold not your peace and until we come again at um uh, on this program uh we say this is the narrow gate uh, uh, project and uh, you are listening to the program on niger 101.1 fm and uh, uh, we hope uh, you contribute and the next time we'll be here will be the first uh, saturday in uh, in uh, November, that will be uh, on the 7th of November. Please, on that day, we will uh, uh, allow people to call in and make contributions to uh, to uh, 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 topics of discussion. We will continue on our discussion about that church which Christ built, which he says the gate of hell will not prevail over. Uh, please prepare your minds, prepare your prayer towards it. Help us also uh, contribute and then uh, support this program to, uh, to until the Lord comes, until the Lord comes to bring us to that perfection that really wants wants to bring us let us together uh do that work of the watchman that the lord has made us to be join uh the gospel watch and uh help to build the kingdom of god help to build that kingdom help to uh establish that church help to maintain that church the standard or uh, the standard that christ wants the church that christ has built and which he says the gate of hell will not prevail over until we come again have your way on this program gospel watch on niger 101.1 fm and on behalf of all the board and directors of uh, narrowgate project uh, uh i will say uh, uh bye for now and uh, my name like i said is tolu mogaji god bless you uh well uh on, on my uh, before i just uh, round up sorry i should also uh, thank my friend, my partner in the studio uh, uh lady evangelist for uh, do i say uh will you say i mean will you greet our uh, listeners at home thank you very much and i'm hoping to be able to share like this again and and um, god bless you all so until next uh, week oh sorry next time which is uh, september the 7th when we come your way again um i want to uh, leave you in the hands of the lord and i want to say uh, keep on defending the gospel keep on standing for the truth keep on doing that which is right and god bless you
one one dot one.